because we live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. If you are looking for more of that, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or visit our website at wihhw.com. Now that you've been informed, things are about to get weird. Welcome to What I Had Heard Was. I am Jennifer. And I'm Lisa. And this week we have Amanda from The Simplest. How are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me back. I'm excited to be here. Thanks so much for being here. How are you feeling? Oh, pretty good. Finally getting over the COVID. Yeah. Six weeks ago. <laughs> it seems like it's gotten everybody. It got uh, our whole household went down with it. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad news. That's for sure. You do not wish it on anybody. <laughs> this one seems a lot more contagious than the initial strain strain. Yeah, my husband it? got it, but my daughter didn't, so I was really glad about that. But Yeah. I could not have taken care of her and him. <laughs> Luckily he wasn't that bad because I was I was out. It does, too. It takes you out. You can't take care of anybody. Nope. <laughs> like, y'all are on your own. <laughs> Sorry about you. I'm doomed to be next here because uh, I'm customer-facing, so I'll, I'll definitely be catching that soon oh, enough. Oh, yeah. You might as well be in school. All of the parents coming up there. Ugh, petri oh, yeah. dishes. Yeah, just <laughs> sanitize as best you can. I think we got it while we were traveling. But oh, that could be. Who knows? But this week, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. We're going to talk about medieval fashion. So when you think about medieval fashion, what comes to mind? What movie or what style do you uh, think of first? Are you asking me? I'm asking anybody who will so, answer. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> um, so... Honestly, I, I think about medieval costumes that people wear these days to cosplay events or mm -hmm. conventions, um, uh, renaissance fairs, and yeah. these garments are all super classy, vibrant, and yeah, they are inspired by history, but fashion in the Middle Ages was more than just stylish gowns, tunics, and pants. Um so there were actually laws regulated to distinguish and preserve the differences between the classes of society. So you couldn't mm -hmm. just wear whatever you wanted. And also you couldn't afford to wear just what, whatever you wanted. Um, so, uh, for instance, women had to dress per the social standing, standing of their husbands and fathers. Um, and they wore, uh, silks and purple and gold and they, they were worn by the Royals. Um, and if you broke the rules, you were punished and sometimes ex executed. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I, to me, it's always interesting to think about, like, I always think, I think the first movie I probably go to other than Monty Python is like um, the Robin Hood <laughs> yeah. with Kevin Costner. And what I find interesting about medieval fashion is how, how much cleavage people showed. Like, mm -hmm. and then it seemed like later on, it was like, if you showed cleavage, you were a whore. But it seemed like everybody's boobs were just out in the dark ages or whatever. Like, okay. I, I don't know, though. It's pretty cool. I'm not in England. Is it okay to still have your boobs out in England? We'll have to ask our 
affiliate <laughs> podcaster. Yeah, it might be frowned upon. I don't know. I don't know. That might be a good tweet, though. Is it okay to still have your boobs out in England? <laughs> I, I think I think as long as the nips are covered, you're probably okay. <laughs> I was... Yeah. Somebody was telling me about something they read on the internet today where this woman asked what she should do about her children watching the sex scenes in the horror movies since it's Halloween time. You know, like, how do you deal with that? And the person answered and said, I think if you're letting your child watch people get murdered, it's okay if they see a little TNA. Yeah, I mean, it's natural. You gotta have the talk with them. Or, you know, have them watch it on network TV. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying, Jen. Like, I mean, once they've seen all the murdering, it's like, eh, well, what? I mean, you've gone this far. <laughs> well, what's right. so wrong with sex? I mean, you can watch people be ripped to shreds now and their intestines are like hanging on the the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little uh, rubbing up against each other is the least of your worries. Right. <laughs> If your kid's old enough to watch Chucky, they're old enough to watch the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys watch Chucky, the series? I really like it. I did not know there was one. There is. It just started its third season. My daughter's super into it, so I've watched it with her. And this season, Chucky is in the White House. Of course he is. I, of course he is. Yeah. Obviously. So interesting. <laughs> I know. It wouldn't be the worst thing at this point. Let's just be honest. I mean, Chucky yeah. for president all the way. I mean, he'll kill the people that we need out of the way. That's for sure. How much worse can we do? That can just be a slogan. <laughs> that would totally be That's my amazing. slogan. Right? How much worse can you do? It can't get any worse. Give me a shot. <laughs> oh, man. What was Obama? Yes, we can. It's going to be, eh, maybe. Yeah, we could try. <laughs> we'll give it a shot. America, it, we, it can't possibly be any worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could, though. It could get so much worse. Yeah. Don't forget when we talked about uh, the government regulating how many showers you can take a week. Yes. <laughs> no, thanks. That you would be worse. Water. Yeah. <laughs> like, who, who's going to police that, though? The I water mean, company. Okay, but they're just monitoring water usage. They don't know what you're doing with it, right? I guess like, so. I'll, I'll drink Dr. Pepper all day every day as long as I can shower every day with my water conservation that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Collect rainwater. My lawn can be dead. I just want to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> imagine having imagine having to just shower when it's raining and like disconnecting like the downspout on your gutter. <laughs> get a, but you get a good shower going. <laughs> if things were in that kind of condition, it would probably feel so amazing. You wouldn't give a shit where the water is coming from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And hey, that could be boiled to be drinking water, I think. So mm -hmm. why not? Strain it and boil it, baby. We had to do that when the when Texas froze a couple years ago. We had to boil all of our drinking water. And I did not bathe oh. for those couple of days because <laughs> we didn't have hot water. 
No, you. I don't. Like, nope. You could take a bath, maybe, if you could heat your water up. But I don't know. I don't understand people who can take cold showers. I don't either. There's time. There's been times when it's been like ninety degrees out where um, I I get into the shower and I really take a super hot shower and I realize, hey, this is super uncomfortable. I'm actually sweating in this water. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll slowly turn it down, down, down to where it gets kind of lukewarm. And, you know, but you got to start out at your normal temperature and then slightly turn it colder and colder. So I'm in Texas and in, oh, sorry, in the dead of summer here, you can't even take, you can't take a cold shower if you want to. When it's 115 degrees outside, your water doesn't even get cold. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I could have it turned all the way down and it's almost still too hot to take a shower if I'm like already hot. Shit. That's crazy. It's hot here. Uh, Another reason I don't live in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) One of many. So many reasons not to. (laughs) So many reasons. So back to the fashion uh it it was really not practical um one of the things that people wore that was all the rage in the 14th century um was uh pointy toed shoes um and the uh the french king charles v uh he went so far as to prohibit the production of shoes to control excess so like they didn't you know they didn't want you to wear pointy toed shoes because um it was it was too flashy <laughs> so um he was unsuccessful and people continued to wear them i think italy was big in the um in oh, the yeah. middle ages with the pointy toed shoes <clears throat> i can't i can't wear pointy toed shoes now like i feel like only witches wear pointy toed shoes they're the only ones who have like magical powers to <laughs> Let their feet I fit used in to that way. Too, but... Yeah, well, I mean, uh, maybe like I metrosexuals like... too. You know, like I feel like only loafers. the people who didn't have to work for a living could wear the pointy-toed shoes. Could you imagine trying to do anything? Haul buckets of water from the well, milk your cows, all yeah. that stuff with pointy-toed shoes on? No thanks. That's a good point. <laughs> I feel like a lot of things were really uncomfortable back then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Corsets. Hello. So corsets were actually, they came uh, a lot later um, in the, in the middle, middle ages. Um, So, um, and they, they weren't, they weren't as prevalent as, as you would think. Um, It was, it was mostly after the 1400s that we started wearing a lot of, well, the in in Europe they started wearing a lot of corsets um so and corsets uh, of course they go they go back to like BC but uh in in yeah. the medieval times they they didn't really do a lot of corseting um until after the 1400s <clears throat> okay the more you know but you know, that's where you get those big the big booby like you know yeah. push them together yeah you know, look. <laughs> I feel like people wore a lot of wool too, which is just so heavy. Yes. Like, oh. Yeah, it, it definitely. So, it, wool was was the main um, uh, the the main source of, of fabric. Uh, so, uh, speaking of wool, 
uh, sheep were really versatile creatures. Um, so when you think about um, natural colored fabric and off-white fabric, that, that was sheep's wool. So they didn't have to color it. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it would be because there were black sheep, there's brown, gray, off-white sheep, white sheep. So they could get a very variation of uh, colors for, for their fabrics without having to dye it. Of course, they did sometimes dye fabrics, but it was expensive. So only really the, the people who were, in, you know, noble class wore uh, dyed fabrics. Only the royals. <laughs> Your Majesty. So now we have dirty people wearing wool, <laughs> like in the summertime. Mm -hmm. Think about how itchy and stinky and funny uh, that was. No, thank you. <laughs> I do not like that idea. I hate wool. Right? I think I'm like really allergic to it or something. Cause it, like, I, just... I think I am too. Just thinking about it is making me start to itch. I feel like everybody has to be allergic to it. It's miserable. Yes. It's terrible. I remember being forced to wear uh, wool uh, turtlenecks, of all things, when I was a little. Oh, God. Man, that was uncomfortable in school. <laughs> I had a lot of wool sweaters, and I'm just like, I don't like these. <laughs> I don't want these. It feels unnatural. On my body. One of the other things that we don't think about because it's never really depicted in like the paintings uh, or like medieval movies, what have you, is that they loved their straw hat. Like everyone wore the straw hats. It took it, it took care of sun. It you know it it stopped hmm. birds from shitting on their hats. Like I, it it was <laughs> versatile and it was. You know, it it was worn by peasants. It was worn by all ranks in the summer to keep the sun off their heads. But everyone loved their straw hat. So it was like our baseball cap of the day. <laughs> that makes complete sense. I never would have thought of that, but it does make sense. I would never put a straw hat in the medieval times together. Me no. I don't think, I don't feel like I've ever seen that. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so also this was pretty interesting. Um, so only nobility had buttocks worthy of showing. So, you know, those, uh, <laughs> long johns that were, That's they amazing. have the button flap in the butt, you know, area because they, they wore undergarments under their clothing, but not like we wear like a bra or under pair underpants and we pull down our pants. Well, their, their clothing was more, you know, and they wore um, undergarments like that were kind of like um, long johns. Um, so you uh, would wear these, you know, like undergarments that had a flap in the back so that you could easily go to the bathroom. But peasants didn't wear that. It was only nobility. So peasants had to take their whole stuff oh, yeah, off. Buff. Yeah, they had to take everything off. Yeah, <laughs> so to, uh, okay. so the, those tunics that showed the exposed the buttocks were rest restricted by law to only the upper classes. <laughs> no nudie booty for the peasants. Come hither. Yep, only they got the the fancy schmancy undergarments. 
How rude. Peeing should be What about easy. wool undergarments? Well, I think that, I mean, that, <sighs> unfortunately, that was probably what they were made out of. And that was probably, probably pretty freaking itchy, too. Um, but, uh. Do you think anybody actually wore underwear back then? It it was more like like what I said. It was it was more like uh, um, what we would call these days um, long johns. That's yeah. basically what it was. And and don't forget, no one was walking around in shorts or short pants or short dresses or what. It, it everything was long. It was all pants, all dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you wore all the all you wore undergarments under them that were long as well. No old man ball slipping out the side <laughs> of the shorts. <laughs> Must have been a really yeah. boring time. <laughs> well, some of them were wearing skirts depending on where you were, so I'm glad they have something covering stuff up. Not free ball. Yeah. <laughs> Had no, a nice conversation in Walmart yesterday with my daughter's boyfriend about why he shouldn't get regular traditional um, uh, boxer boxers because I said one leg's going to ride up and your balls are going to fall out the one side and you're really going to regret those. Like, <laughs> why would you buy those? <laughs> Did he uh, listen to you? Yes. <laughs> well, hey, that's after good. my daughter agreed with me. <laughs> Did you get a report back? Like, were you correct after he put them on? Is he unhappy with his purchase? We need details. He did. He he went with the boxer briefs instead, like the ones that hugged his legs because he, I, I said it a couple times and then my daughter came over and she was like, yeah, no, those are going to like ride up and you're going to, your balls are going to fall off the one leg. And I'm like, see, <laughs> If I was a dude, I'd definitely do boxer briefs. Yeah. You gotta like hold it in best. somehow. Yeah. And they still have a little flap, so really you don't even have to... Literally all guys have to do is unzip their pants. They don't have to pull their pants... Well, unless they're pooping. But they don't have to pull their pants down. They got that little flap in the front. They can just... Why is everything so easy for them? Everything. Well, a lot of underwear these days, men's underwear, actually have that flap, but it's not a real flap. It's a faux flap. So it's just for decoration. So you still have to pull down your underwear and, you know, flop it out. We've decorated your man underwear for you. <laughs> kind of like the Ken doll of underwear. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're fake now. Dang it. Yeah. There goes my easy access. <laughs> I missed also, the memo. You <laughs> I I mean, yeah, I ask your men, be like, uh what do, does your flap is it functional on your underwear or is it just for show that's exactly i'm gonna as soon as he walks in the door i'm gonna say hey baby is your flap functional or is it just for show <laughs> i my husbands are mixed because some of them i definitely know for sure they are functional and some of the other ones i'm not 100 percent sure i have never looked i just assumed 
I think so, they have little well, buttons true, on though. them. So it would... I, mm, some. I mean, I've made use of the flaps from time to time. So <laughs> <laughs> again, easy access. That's what they're meant for, right? That's what I thought. <laughs> besides making it easier for them to pee, uh, who cares it about that? Easier for me to do my thing too. Honestly, though, do they? Do we really need to make it easier for them to pee? It's already pretty freaking easy. Like they can go anywhere. I Women know. cannot. <laughs> no, I know. I believe. I, I believe you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, if I right. too had a vagina, I would. <laughs> if I were a woman. <laughs> oh wait. Oh, that's funny. Um. Yeah, I know. Like you're you're a man, and you have to pee, and you can go anywhere you're at. I don't know, uh, an outdoor concert, and everyone's you know there's yeah. super long lines for the the outhouses. You just find the side of a building somewhere or a bush, and you're all you're all set. You don't need toilet paper. You don't even yep. really have to expose yourself that much. You're not squatting. <laughs> yeah, pulling your underwear to the side. <laughs> I yeah, have as long as nobody could see it. I have only ever peed outside one time that I did not also pee on myself. So every time I've peed outside, oh, yeah. with the exception of one time, I have also peed on myself. I think it's almost impossible. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean or peed on your underpants or your pants because you gotta kind of squat and then take your pants and yank them forward. So that you don't, yep. but like, you don't know if your stream's going to be straight or if it's going to just go everywhere. Because you don't can never Don't cross tell. the streams! <laughs> Probably everywhere is what I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, hey, butt flaps. Cool people got those. Good to know. <laughs> so, also, here's something interesting that I found was that uh, priests wore handed down garments. So nobles did not want to get caught wearing a classy outfit twice. So they donated their garments to the church to be made into clothing for the priests. So both parties benefited. Um, the high status priests got the chance to wear the clothes uh, of the royals. And then donors gained a favor in the eyes of God. So you gave your clothes to the priest and you're like, ticket to heaven. <laughs> it's the church. Oh my God! So okay, now what if you wore you had to wear something new every day? You're going to have outfits along the way that are your favorite. That you're like, oh my God, I look so good in this, or and so comfortable. This is it, and they're like, too bad, fuck you. It's the churches. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then you just get that same thing in like ten different colors. <laughs> like, oh, it's different. That's interesting. Wish I could um, buy my way into heaven with fashion. Yeah. I'd be fucked. <laughs> so servants had to match the uh, colors of um, the people that they worked for. So if you... Um, so servants in noble houses were required to wear livery in the colors of their patrons. And those outfits were split vertically into halves of two different colors. So you know how you see the jester outfits where one half is yellow, one half is... Well, um, mm -hmm. these were what servants wore, not jesters or whatever. I mean, it could have been, but like 
it it's like you had to match the colors that were preferred by your household. So whatever your colors your uh, master was wearing or your whatever person you were serving, you had to match them. It was probably your banner. You didn't have like family banners or something like that. They oh, like had... a family crest? Like yes. A family... Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, something where they would have colors that they could use to represent their family in battle and... Mm-hmm. What I am assuming everybody goes to battle because it's the medieval times. Oh yeah, there's always something to fight about. <laughs> Interesting. Storm the castle walls. So also, um, something else was that um, if you didn't have a lot of money, like you were a peasant, you still found a way to be fashionable. So even though you didn't have the money to make new clothes, to keep up with the changing trends, and yes, there were trends even back then, um, they used accessories to copy what the fashionable did, like belts bought at fairs that were a lot cheaper than if you bought them. So basically it was the uh, the equivalent of going to Marshall's. I don't know what kinds of stores you guys have there or like Kohl's or something yeah. like that where you can get like an expensive belt cheap, you know, because it was probably like a knockoff or whatever. Um and you, you would wear your accessories the way the rich wore them. So you would feel like you, even though you were poor and you were a peasant, you would feel more upper class by dressing like the, the uh, uh, upper class did. So people were bougie back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, cared, they cared about fashion was actually part of status. So and the they cared about what they looked like. I'll show you my family jewels. <laughs> yeah the jewelry was always one of my favorite things that's how you knew somebody was high stature so it looks like as far as uh, jewelry went um they 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 obviously had gold mm-hmm. um they had copious amounts of precious stones and pearls i'm i'm guessing that stones and pearls were probably pretty easy to get a hold of because we didn't overmine. I mean, we hadn't overmined everything yet. Um, and right. obviously pearls, you just go digging for some oysters and you're going to get a pearl every so often. Um, yep. but, uh, they also used, um, enameling, uh, which was like a way to create like little flowers and birds. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> It looks like they they really liked like moon shaped earrings and things like that. Um, the half moon really popular for whatever reason. Hmm, that that must have some kind of significance, but probably back to cool. pagan. I would assume. Yeah, could yeah. be pagan ties. Yeah, something spiritual. Mm-hmm. You definitely see that. So pretty. And crosses. I feel like there was a lot of, a lot of crosses. Yeah. Well, you were doing yourself two favors on that one. You were yeah. using <laughs> God and also being fashionable at the same time, making a fashion <laughs> statement while, while being <laughs> religious. In my day, that was how you told people you were a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, until until it became gothic, and then it was like the cool goth thing to wear crosses, yeah. which I liked. Yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah, 
like half of my earrings are crosses so <laughs> still nice. I don't know that I own anything with a cross on it anymore. No. Hmm. I don't think I... Well, I do have one, like, just a pendant that my mom got me, but I don't really wear it. But, yeah, I don't think I've worn a cross in a long time. Interesting. I. Someone told me it's, um, it's bad luck to wear a cross unless someone else gives it to you. Um, oh. I don't know if you've heard that. That explains a lot of things now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Same thing with opals. Opals are bad luck if you buy them for yourself. You have to be given an opal. Um, or it can be ba very bad luck. Isn't that a birthstone? I'd be mad if that was my birthstone. It, and be like, Somebody has to gift it, it to me. Sorry. Is. Opal is... What birthstone? Right now, I believe. Whatever sign. Yes, that's... Opal birthstone. It's still month. October it is October. You're right. Oh, there you go. Look at you. So smart. It has October has two birthstones: opal and whatever tourmaline is. <laughs> I never knew that. I wonder why. Like, who decides what stone is for what month, and then why did that October get to? I need to I know the controversy over this. Well, I'm, bo I'm born in December, and December sometimes, I don't know if it's the same stone and it's just classified by two different names, but sometimes I see it as blue topaz, and then other times it's as something else, which I can't even remember. Aquamarine, because I'm a December, too. Yeah, so I'm like, um, I just go with blue topaz, but whatever blue topaz blue zircon um tan tazanite tanzanite Ta i'm sorry aquamarine is march yeah tanzanite i think is what i was thinking of like is that the official name for it is that like the science name <laughs> <laughs> i think it might be a um a synthetic maybe but you can also do turquoise as well yeah um which is weird because turquoise is not even like a it's not like a, it's not a stone like that. It's completely different from like a topaz. I don't know. Whatever. I, I think blue. turquoise is like a rock. Um, yeah. More like a rock. It's not like yeah. a precious stone. Who mm -hmm. decides these things? <laughs> you have to do another I mean, you could literally that. read forever. <laughs> yes. You can fall down a rabbit hole pretty easily by going, who decided what birthstones went with each month and then by the time you end up or the last thing you're you're reading it's like kangaroos <laughs> yeah yep happens to yep. me all the time <laughs> i'm always like who who decided that a day is 24 hours like that that's where i go way back i'm like okay who, who decided that and then who decided like that we stay up during the day and we sleep at night like why why couldn't it be the other way around? <laughs> That's a good one. I saw somebody recently and it said, we all just have to trust that it's Thursday because nobody's exactly. keeping track. <laughs> like, like who picked a, who picked a seven day week? Yeah. And why can some, why can it start on Sunday or Monday, depending on who you ask? Like, it's just annoying. I mean, I guess that's from the Bible. That technically, the seven-day thing is from the Bible. But 
I don't think there's anything about 24 hours in a day or anything like that, but. I think it has to do with cycles of the sun and the moon um, and how many hours mm. there are in a day and needing to tell the time by way of a sundial, I think, yeah. possibly, okay. but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess that would make the most sense. You'd be like, okay, well, but, but who decided when the day begins? Like somebody said, oh, true. the sun's coming up and then, oh, the sun's going down. But, but really it's not just sun up to sundown. There's so many hours before and out or, you know, in between. I don't know. I'm sure it was a dude. And at <laughs> different times of the year too, in different seasons, everything changes. It gets darker later and brighter earlier and you know mm -hmm. um even if we weren't messing with the time and going backwards and forwards it's still you know the way that the the sun how close the sun and the moon are to the earth and and all that yep but it's chaos so it's been uh educational this week to say the least and as always amanda we appreciate you coming on the show thanks for having me can you let all of the listeners know where they can find you? Definitely. Um, so I host The Sip List, which is a top five podcast. So we pick a topic, mostly pop culture related, and give our top five of that topic. Um, I also co-host a couple of other shows, An Evening at the Movies, which is a movie review show, Crime Rewind, which is a, a true crime podcast that we strictly talk about cold cases. Um and then Literature Reapers, which is a bi-monthly book review podcast. So, got lots of stuff going on out there. <laughs> you are busy. Yes, and actually the SIP list is going to be taking a hiatus through the end of the year. So, I will be doing some of the other stuff, but it is definitely time for a little breaky break. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Just don't take one as long as we did. I think we're a little <laughs> no. over a year. <laughs> No, I intend to start back up in January, and that, I mean, I've got a lot of episodes. I think I'm getting close to 200, so That's I think awesome. it's okay to, yeah. Definitely take a break. Nothing wrong with that. It's a busy time of year, and, you know, sometimes things just happen, and it's like, okay, you know, take a quick break, but definitely go check out the show. I still have a few more episodes that have already been recorded that will be released, so really the show won't be on break until probably, like, mid-November, but... And there's plenty for everybody to binge listen to. And you've made a couple of appearances, so there's always those episodes. There you go. Go check it out. Please follow us on TikTok at was, Instagram at whatihadheard, Facebook at whatihadheardwas, the app formerly known as Twitter at whatihadheardw1, or visit our website at wihhw.com where you can purchase yourself a hot side of merch. Also, don't forget to rate and review us on all major podcast platforms. Lisa, is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners? Fantastic. What I had heard was we are out of time and we will see you next week. We put the ass in podcast.